Hi, my name is Julia, and I'm a life coach, yoga teacher, astrologer, tarot reader, and Ayurvedic health coach. And although I wear many hats, all of these practices are connected, and they're all here to help us find more balance, more peace, more connectivity, and more health in our lives. So this is my podcast, Aquarian Times, and I chose that title because we're in a shift of ages and our needs are different now. And so this podcast is about helping us address the needs of the times, uh, me offering tools and tips for you to make your life easier, to understand the times, and to hopefully get some support. So you can reach out to me. There's info in the show notes, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for listening. Hey, this is Julia. Welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is uh, September 6th. 2023 and this is episode 159. So today I want to talk about managing projections and I know I've talked about projections before. It's um, it's a really important topic and let me just define them first. Um, if you're not aware of this term, a projection is uh, sort of an image that someone creates about something or someone else based on their own experience that may or may not be true. And the point is, is even if it's true, it's still a projection and it can't be true because it can't be 100% true anyway because we we can't fully know the thing we're trying to perceive. Um, So if we have a projection on someone or something, basically we're, um, we're forcing an image onto this person or thing that creates basically our own interpretation of them instead of seeing them as they are. And this is totally normal and common. Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's funny because in the earlier part of my life, again, I was just surrounded by um, so many people who were, um, you know, speaking this language and aware of their projections and actively trying not to project. It was quite a, a blessing to, to be surrounded by community that, you know, had that capacity, um, and both in just conscious people. And then of course, um, I lived in a Zen center for three years in my late twenties. And I was just always around really conscious people. Um, and so I didn't experience a lot of projections and I was young too, so I didn't really understand what that meant, but I didn't feel projected on how can I uh, define that? Because I felt seen. I felt seen and understood and loved and um, accepted 
and really, you know, perceived um, for me most of my life. And it was really, again, what I've come to find out (laughs) as I go deeper into the world that this is, again, very rare. It's very rare not to have projections and not to be projected on. So, you know, where it currently stands is, uh, well, um, you know, I just feel like I'm, I'm personally more, um, you know, surrounded by people who have a lot of projections and, um, and I have also struggled as I've received so many projections to, uh, again, uh, keep my own, um, you know, window clear, my own third eye, <laughs> third eye view of people. Uh, I think, again, it's a whole thing like hurt people hurt people, right? So if you're, um, you know, experiencing a lot of uh, suffering or pain or these kind of energies around you, um, it can affect, you know, it affects us. It really um, changes us and or it has a potential to change us. And it's actually quite hard not to be changed by... Um, a lot of these energies because, you know, vibration is a real thing. And, you know, when we're around people with high vibrations, meaning they have less projections, they accept us for who we are, they're doing their personal growth work, they're happy, they're clear, you know, we feel good, they feel good. It's all good, right? But again, that's quite rare. And when the opposite is true, when you're on unhappy people and people who are self-sabotaging and people who are angry and unresolved and, you know, all these things, um, then, you know, that's kind of the, you know, pond that you're swimming in. And, uh, so it can get challenging to, uh, I think again, I look at life as, um, again, through the astrological lens is like, we're always, you know, we're going to get the lessons, whether or not we had the bullies in, you know, preschool or kindergarten, or maybe in high school, or maybe later in life, right? We're, we're going to get to experience that, we're going to get to have that experience at some point, right? And it's not, um, you know, it's something that we have to work through and move through and uh, make decisions about as well, like how to handle these things and how to get through them, quote unquote, unscathed, right? Because the idea is that no matter what happens to us, (laughs) uh, the idea is that we are to metabolize it, right? We are to, and not in a fake way, not in the popular fake pull up your bootstraps way. 
and pretend that nothing happened to you and uh, keep going. That's not the way that we do this. But in an, from an evolutionary perspective, you know, we are also too tasked to do our forgiveness work, do our self-examination work, do our, you know, keep taking risks, keep um, loving ourselves. We're tasked with all these things that the real work that would actually get us through something unscathed um, so that we can continue to learn and grow and, um, you know, not become bitter, not become angry, not become sick, resentful, etc. All the things that can happen when we hold on to negative emotions and experiences, right? It can, it just stunts our growth. And so when, when we're in a situation and we all will find ourselves there where we are dealing with projections, meaning that say, you know, specifically say you're dealing with people projecting on you and and this is just going to happen, you know, people inevitably will decide something about you and, uh, you know, they won't let up and they just want to project that image on you negatively. And sometimes, you know, we'll even, uh, you know, begin talking about you and, and, and elicit or other people to be involved with that. It can get really ugly as, as we've many of us as we've experienced at some point in our lives right so the idea to deal with these kinds of projections there's two well there's two things that I would say a you have to decide first of all and this is I've talked about this a lot in terms of you know toxic people right you have to decide if you really need to either reduce contact, um, remove contact altogether, or simply actually remove yourself from a situation or even area, you know, if you are in a situation where things have gotten out of hand and the projections have gotten really strong and people are, you know, it's just gotten really uncomfortable, right? So that could be a workplace that could be, again, an X situation. It could be just, I don't know, the neighborhood, right? So we could find ourselves, um, you know, in proximity to people who we, we become clear that they don't have our best interest in mind. They don't, you know, they have misunderstood us or, um, you know, for whatever reason, are just unhappy and projecting their negativity. So one thing is to decide, okay, is this, again, like the kind of thing where I need to like quit my job because I can't, these coworkers are just making my life miserable. Do I need to, um, you know, remove myself from a friend group or stop going to a particular location where I know certain people hang out? And then do I need to actually leave an area, right? Do I need to like relocate and just, you know, call it, 
call it a day, <laughs> uh, call it a chapter and just move on. Because, you know, the, when we, when we're hanging out in these situations, it's, it's like layers of discovery, right? We, maybe we start to pick up on the fact that people are just, you know, maybe not super nice to us or, you know, aren't, for some reason, welcoming, treating us well. And then, you know, maybe it gets, it can escalate, right? So if you're at the receiving end of this, it can be, first of all, confusing if you're not expecting it. And second of all, um, you know, we just can have ways of coping where it's like, oh, I... Um, just gonna again try to avoid the situation or do something differently but you know there really is we only have one life and it really is important to um, you know check your levels of discomfort and you know I think some of the fear is that if you if you did move on that you could have a similar experience right uh because we always have to question like why is this happening why is this happening uh in the first place and um you know it just depends on a lot of things like the frequency with which you've had these experiences if this is the only time you know i would you know it's kind of like if you have a bad experience with a partner you don't you don't say oh well all uh, people of this opposite sex are bad you know um excuse me for a second okay so you don't you know you don't make a base generalized judgment on the whole world i mean we can and that's where thing we can get into trouble as we start to generalize our traumas and then it holds us back in life, right? But it is really good to sometimes take things just case by case and be like, okay, you know, this isn't about me. This is, I entered into a situation or a place where this kind of stuff happens and I didn't know any better and Again, maybe it's just time for me to find a better um, a better place and using better judgment in, in choosing <laughs> the next place to you know to to go and the other <laughs> so that's option a option a is to you know um somehow shield um or remove yourself from these influences that are that are negative. And again, if that um, seems like too much, or maybe you want a different approach, uh, another option is to really double down on your integrity about what you stand for, who you are, and what your intentions are. Because 
oftentimes people will, again, they'll project their own unhealed stuff (laughs) onto everything. And, you know, if you take that on, then you start to become basically what their, their projection becomes true. Like you start to take on the characteristics of their projections and it can kind of weaken or, um, you know, it can weaken us and it can make us drop to that same level, you know, of being reactive or being angry or, you know, second guessing our own, whatever, our integrity or what have you. So another way to deal with this, and again, I don't think, I mean, I'm just looking at the world right now. It's like, it just feels like this is a really prevalent this would be a really prevalent conversation because I think that's such a dicey social environment right now. It's like, you know, there's just, (laughs) I heard this horrible um, statistic and this is, this is kind of a heavy statistic. So I apologize for bringing this in, but I did hear this today that 50% of, uh, you know, homicides (laughs) are people who you know know each other who've gotten into altercations based on the fact that they can't communicate and so you know it goes to show that uh you know we really aren't very far along in our maturity in terms of actually seeing the person in front of us and giving them any (laughs) you know letting them show us who they are. Like people's traumas and people's uh, projections and angers are so fierce that, you know, it, it kind of like, it's a blanket across their whole reality, you know? And you just, you know, truly, you know, you actually truly have to watch out for getting in the path of certain people, right? Because you know that it's just trouble, and, you know, no matter who you are, they're, they're going to do what they always do, which is to be negative and make up stories about you, right? So, you know, the stakes can be kind of high, I guess, is the point. And, you know, it can really start to um, hold hold us back, right, in in social environments when, you know, there's perhaps sort of like danger in the air, you know, to different degrees. Um, So again, if you're really wanting to just, you know, not get clobbered by other people's perceptions, again, sometimes it's just, you know, the idea is just to shine your light even brighter, right? And I know this is the case with like, you know, in America, any marginalized, quote unquote, marginalized population, uh, you know, and I would cite, you know, know, people of color or like, you know, LGBTQ plus people, right? Because they're, you know, going to be, it's very conspicuous, right? Certain people are conspicuous in terms of being obvious for 
maybe, you know, their orientation or just the color of their skin. And there's nothing that they can do um, to, you know, to shield and protect themselves from people who would otherwise have issue with that just because of their own phobias. And this is the world we live in. And that's, again, it's, that's another form of prote- projection, right? Is projecting onto all people of color, projecting onto all uh, queer people um, that, uh, you know, anger or distaste for their existence, right? So that's the reason that a lot of people in the, those populations will have super bright lights, right? That's the idea of pride, right? It's just like, yeah, I'm going to shine even brighter. I'm going to be even bolder. I'm going to be even more outspoken, you know, because I'm not going to let anything, you know, get me down and get in my way. And um, I'm not going to let this stop me from existing, basically, which is what other people may be trying to clamp down upon is just the existence of such people, which is just so demoralizing and sad. Um, so, yeah, this is, you know, kind of a, a heavier kind of episode today. But again, as I mentioned, uh, we're in Aquarian times here. And, well, this has always gone on, right? This is not new. But I just think, again, if we're not talking about it, if we're not addressing it, if we're not being honest about this being the experience of walking out our front door is that we are dealing with all sorts of people and, you know, their realities, which, again, some people want to impose their realities on other people. It's just the way it is, and that's called a projection. So, and if you're blissfully unaware of all this, um, (laughs) I'll have what you're having. (laughs) I mean, I think there was a time I was blissfully unaware, or again, just not experiencing it. But um, I'm, I'm pretty aware. I'm pretty aware of all this stuff happening in a social environment. And it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to you know, navigate. And again, if you happen to be close to anybody who's being, say, marginalized, projected on, it's really, really hard and sad to see anybody treated, you know, as less than human for absolutely no good reason. And um, so... You know, it's just there's, it's challenging to find skillful ways to to manage this. There's obviously, you know, we know back in 2020 with George Floyd, there was a huge uprising of education around uh, Black Lives Matter. And, you know, it's, it is what it takes is to educate us. But it's like, it makes so many people so uncomfortable and so squirmy and so shifty 
you know, because there's so much denial and shame and dis disownment of our own participation in any of this, um, that, you know, it's just, it, it's laborious really sometimes to, <laughs> um, to even get these conversations to, to be happening. And they're so valuable. So, yeah, I'm just here to just shine a light on, um, you know, again, just the elephant in the room, the thing that we're probably not naming, the thing that we're all feeling on some level, the thing that we're participating in in some way. Um, And the idea, again, is can we bring more consciousness? Can we in our own in our own experience learn to navigate this whether we're being personally projected on by other people to the point where it's literally um again causing us to even move right or change jobs i mean this is not uncommon <laughs> unfortunately um so there, you know, I just want to, again, shine a light on all this, um, you know, because, because again, I think as with, you know, quote unquote, and, you know, there's not a lot of quotes needed here, but, you know, white privilege, there's a lot of people who really get to walk around not having to be aware of this, um, mainly because either they're not getting as many projections or they're really the one doing most of the projecting. (laughs) So they sort of hold the quote unquote power because uh, they are the perpetrators, right? Of the projections. And, um, you know, in a world, you know, obviously women are being projected on, men are being projected on, of course, and definitely by each other. I mean, we're all, we're all doing it, you know. And sometimes, again, it's not always a negative. There's such a thing as a positive projection. That's also quite, you know, it's actually quite dangerous to positively project qualities onto someone who may not have those qualities. You know, so we all got to check ourselves around, you know, how we're, what we're bringing to the table, what we're bringing to the rooms that we walk in, you know, Um, and if you care, you know, if you care, if you truly care about other people, which I sure hope that you do, uh, you know, the, the, even though it's challenging, even though it's uncomfortable, the idea is, can you get a little more sensitive to this happening around you and in you? Again, it's not always easy to name it because it can get a little wild, right? You you call something out and then someone says, no, that, that's not what I was doing. Even if they maybe they were doing that, maybe they weren't even aware of it, right? Maybe it was subconscious, right? And again, this is just, <laughs> I mean, it's just layers and layers, right? So the best thing to do is to do it, do this work internally, just become more aware, become more sensitive, become more kind, 
Become more responsible about your own projections and as well as how you're going to deal with people projecting on you because you can't necessarily confront people. You can shine your light brighter. You can make choices who you're going to involve yourself with. There's a lot we can do and the idea is that the idea is just to not perpetuate negative experiences for ourselves, for anybody else. And that's a power of choice, you know. And it's a really, it's a, it can be an uncommon uh, thing to do is to, is to use our power of choice. It's, it's quite, um, it gives us so much power back. And a lot of people don't want that much power. They'd rather just complain or they'd rather just, you know, give up that choice and say, no, you know, there's nothing I can do. That's never true. It's never true. We all have choice. And if we get really, really honest with ourselves, even when it's hard, we can choose how we're participating in any of this. In any of these projections or how we deal with other people projecting on us. So, you know, one last thing I'll say here, it's, you know, I'm sure you've heard the term, um, stay in your own lane or the phrase, stay in your own lane. And this is something that I have watched almost just gets so degraded. I it is shocking to me how little uh people practice this staying in their own lane. Even when you I, I just see people like, you know, talk a, talk about somebody else, you know, like what somebody else is doing, making comments on it. It's like it's none of our business you know, to like step into somebody else's lane. And it's so commonplace. It's so, there's so much manipulation and twisted, uh, you know, people, like I just see people trying to get back at each other. Like if someone is perceiving themselves being projected on, they'll twist it around in their language. It just gets so, it gets so complicated. And, you know, none of it is getting us toward any, form of safety or peace you know it just makes it even more and more you know unsafe to be relating with each other when you know people are just don't have each other's best interests in minds or just trying to kind of you know it's like a defend defend and people are on the offensive it's just you know I I, I have such a hard time even I mean, it just, it's gotten very strange out there. <laughs> and um, I, I see it everywhere. And I'm, you know, it, it's like, it's shocking to me, to be honest. And again, um, I just come from different roots, partially. Um, but I have just watched it. I have watched this. I have watched us devolve in that way, I feel, as a culture. There's a lot of people, you know, 
trying to educate about this stuff and you know this is my this is my attempt to do that as well so if any of this makes sense you know if it if it rings true to you if you're feeling it too if you're feeling the the vibes you know getting a little the airwaves feeling a little murky out there you know just know like first of all you can't you know, control it, all of it. It's just is what it is. And you just, you can also do your best to contribute in a healthy way, in whatever way possible, to a better experience, you know. So let's, let's all hope for the best. Um, and, uh, you know, because the thing is, uh, is we are the ones that we've been waiting for. I mean, nobody else is coming to clean up this mess, right? It's like we can go into our silos and pretend it's not happening and close our doors. And sometimes that's necessary for, you know, some sanity. But, you know, it's like you are a powerful um, participant. And if we have the, the courage and the a strength, right, um, uh, to get out there and try to influence the collective in a more positive way, that's a really good use of our time. And again, um, you know, this is something I, I task myself with as much as anybody else, um, because again, I've found it to be a lot more challenging than I would want to experience myself. And, you know, again, I think, you know, it, it, it is all, um, every situation is unique. So, you know, it can just be easy to base, uh, you know, future scenarios on past experiences. And that's just not, it's just not the case, right? We have to keep showing up, um, for the new moment, right? All right, so that's my episode for this week. Um, you can join me on Patreon now, uh, www.patreon.com slash Aquarian Times, where you can join the conversation over there about these topics, you know, this week talking about projections and the social sphere and how to manage, you know, dealing with all of it and what your experience is and how you, you know, your navigation tools. I mean, we all have something to learn from each other. So um, there's a forum there for that. And yeah, um, I thank you again for listening. I hope you're weathering it all, uh, with the best, uh, the best that you can bring, uh, even if that means, you know, taking a step back some, sometimes it's important to take care of ourselves. You know, we don't have to be superheroes, (laughs) but you know, we obviously do have the capacity for, you know, bringing goodness to this world. So, Again, thanks for listening. Um, 
again, to get in touch about uh, readings with me, uh, tarot astrology and, and life coaching and yoga, Ayurvedic sessions, uh, you can join my mailing list in the show notes and uh, we can be in touch that way. So thank you so much for being with me through this episode. And yes, I, I would love to hear your thoughts if you feel like reaching out, uh, joining the mailing list, joining the Patreon, and uh, again, wishing you a great week. Um, little astro note, I'm not going to say a ton, but just to say that, um, you know, today, uh, the September 6th, is sort of a special day for, um, as you may know, Mercury is retrograde. But uh, Mercury will be joining with the sun today, which is called a Kazemi. And it's, so it's just a special moment when a planet joins with the sun. Um, and, you know, it's, it's like a day of insights and, you know, uh, good communication, even though Mercury is retrograde. But um, so you use this day, you know, for insights, for clarity for, uh, you know, receiving communications, for giving communications that feel new and fresh and holy. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so thank you again for listening and enjoy the rest of your week. Take care.